All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. We were just commenting on your hair uh, several weeks ago. Uh, we made fun of, even though the listeners can't see it, my quarantine haircut, my wife cut my hair, and you gave yourself. You, you got the dog clippers out and you cut your own hair. I did. Well, I've been I've been cutting my own with clippers since we started. I've just been leaving the top alone because the thing is, is I'm going bald on the top. And so I had the top to where it kind of worked as a comb over, even though no one had touched that at all with clippers or scissors or anything since no one knew what the fuck COVID-19 was. Like that just sounded like a like a hoodie brand for Xennials or something like right. that, if, if, if you would have asked them while I was getting my hair cut on top the last time. But I, I did my own, and I did start taking some off the top, and I was like, I, I'm just going to go with the longest uh, clipper setting I have, which is an eight, and that's not a whole lot different than a three. Uh, I, I really thought it was going to leave more, but I, the thing is, is I had it to where I could... I could kind of do the comb over thing if I had like hair gel and stuff like that in and the wind didn't hit me too hard. I basically have this one landing strip of hair on the top of my head and then it's kind of balds on the side-ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like it's I, sort of I, like I, if we looked at your head, like if you're standing over and you're looking down, it would look like a sort of W, like hair on the side, then skin, then up the center, and then down. So it's like... Little Brit, I was going to say landing strip. I was going to go with um, a porn star pussy. That's kind of <laughs> what my hair looks like if I if I have it neatly cropped. But I would take I would take that like um, y- you know half a foot worth of or whatever I had, probably not even that. You know, it's probably like four inches or something worth of hair on top, and I could kind of push that over to where it looked pretty cool. I kind of looked like Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I could I could get it going on. You know. The only thing is, is I would really only bother doing that when I went out, which is not often. And I, I'm not doing it just at home over Zoom. And yeah, a thought occurred to me. I'm like, that's most of my communication these days. And the thing is, is when, when you just have that long strip in the front and it doesn't have it gelled out to where it's spread where it needs to be. Yeah. It just it looks like a dyslexic ponytail or something. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> Well, I mean, thank God. It looks it looks like the Misfits, but not in a punk rock way. Right, right, In a right. very autistic way. <laughs> well, thank God that, uh, you know, Jason, Jason Statham and uh, especially uh, Michael Jordan made bald cool. Like, if you had been bald back in the day, all you had was Telly Savalas and uh, all I can think of is Kojak. Uh, Telly Savalas and who else was bald back then? No. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis really paved the way. Yeah, if it Bruce wasn't Willis. for him. Yeah, bald white guys used to either be cancer patients or neo Nazis. That was it. Yeah, you could go. You had one of the two looks before him. Yeah, and now it's like a thing. Did you? This has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought of it. It's actually not as funny as it should be because it turns out the woman's horrible too. Uh, I saw a truncated clip that went viral of this Trump supporter in a truck. And he's yelling at this teenage girl or girl in her 20s or something like that. I guess she says at one point. She's- I saw part of that. But that was the thing is it, it seemed like she started filming him after he'd already gotten mad. And so I'm like, I don't even know how this fucking escalated. OK, well, the part for the listeners, the part that's funny is the short video, because all you see in the short video is this guy in a truck and he's bald and he's yelling at this 20 year old. I call her a teenager, but she's 20. And he goes, get out, you know, touch me. Fuck you. You're too fucking stupid to live. And she goes, you're bald, honey. And the look on his <laughs> face. I mean, 
it's like she stabbed him in his heart like it hurt him so badly and he loses his shit he gets out of the car and starts struck and starts screaming at her but just what's funny is it's like you you go to the movies and you see actors and actresses. Was that a Trump thing? I only saw this. Oh, I'll tell you in a second. I'll tell what, you in a touch second. me, touch me, and I'm I'm just like, what do you? How did this even start? I don't even know what the hell this has to do. With. I just kind of scroll through it because I'm like, Jesus, this is five minutes. I'm not watching all of this. Yeah, I mean, this the only good part is just fuck. the way his face. It's it, an actor couldn't do that. It is so beautiful and so natural because even an Oscar-winning thespian could not. The way he looked when she said, you're bald, honey, I mean, it cut him to the core. He didn't know how to respond, yeah. and then he blew up. Um, the, the, entire, the entire tape is pretty bad. They're kind of like, the way I equate these two people, the bald guy and the teenager, is they're kind of like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. They deserve one another. They're equally horrible people because apparently this started when you watch the whole thing is she flipped off his truck she gave him the finger so he pulled over and started yelling at her so then she started recording him and egging him that on. was it just flipping off the truck that was that was yeah, all it took that's for him what to started it over. but at some Dude, point do you know what okay even though well, wait, 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 let me tell, let me finish this because okay, this okay. is where i want to be yeah. clear is so the the edited version looks like it's this trump asshole that's just yelling at this teenage girl and the reality reality is when you watch the longer form, at some point, a woman with an accent, and I, I don't know what accent, a woman with an accent says something to the girl, and she screams, why don't you just go back where you came from? So it's like, she's horrible too. Here she is flipping off Trump, and usually it's like, oh, Trump racist, whatever. But the instant she's confronted, this old woman... I, I, she just sort of intervened, yeah. like, why don't you, she's trying to break it up a little. And the, the young woman that's supposed to be all progressive and hip is go back to where you came from. So in the end, they kind of deserve each other. The, the angry guy and the angry teenager. Yeah, that's the thing though. I, I definitely more on the angry teenager side, just based off of what you told me, because here's the thing. That guy was at least 15 to 20 years older than me. I'm, I'm like in my mid thirties. I care so little about what a 19-year-old thinks about anything. Do you know what a 19-year-old would have to do to make me stop my truck? They would I mean they would have to be other than saving someone's life. If they're about to skin a fucking baby for a TikTok video, okay, maybe I'll get involved. Other than I don't give a shit what a 19-year-old thinks. Well, I'll go you one further. Is, how how sad of a 50-year-old are you? That you're like, what, some 19-year-old, I'll fucking give them a piece of my mind. Like, what do you, just keep driving. No, I, I'll go you one further. I don't care how old the person is, 15 to 55 to 70, anybody flips me off, my reaction is, right. huh, I guess I made them angry. You know, like, I don't, it doesn't get in yeah. my head, it doesn't, someone flips me off, I just, I respond with more of a, oh, how about that? Like, it doesn't affect me at all. So you are correct. The fact that he was so upset by by getting flipped off, I mean, he just had to stand up for himself, and it's 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 pathetic and silly. Yeah, you know what? You know, what, it's people that are that rage filled. You know what I think it is? If if just some some random nineteen year old flipping you off is enough to make you pull over, I'm guessing you were probably a dick the day before about just something. Yeah, you, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like something set you the fuck off. Something's gonna set you off every day, and so. People that live their lives in that kind of fucking just sort of angry hate spiral about anything, they fuck up the big things because of it, too. I don't give a shit how good this guy is in bed. 
I don't care how many fucking football or uh, how many touchdowns he scored in high school football or whatever. He looked that more like an offensive lineman. That guy's high school sweetie fucking left him. Runner. I, he does now. Yeah. But back, back before oh, true, he was true. selling women's shoes, that man scored four <laughs> touchdowns in one game. He, all right? He, the, and, the, all the fat we saw probably was muscle at some point, yes. And it was Yeah, he had that feel. He had that feel of a guy who people used to respect. You know, at one point in his life, he was either popular in high school or he was in the army or a cop or a fucking, I don't know, a security guard or a manager of something. Somebody used to at some point really respect this guy, and no one does now. You oh, know? you know who he is? He oh. is, okay, so you say, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm doing a visual even though they can't see it. He, he it's a split, like you said, he used to be respected, and then when you age, you split and you go down one of two paths. You're either Al Bundy and you're defeated and just sort of mopey and you sort of long for the past, or you're this guy and you're angry and bitter and resenting the fact that you no longer have the same past. He's he's an angry version of Al Bundy. He's an easily triggered hothead Al Bundy. Yeah, he's a 220. Uh, the 220 Al Bundy's into QAnon and shit. Yeah, he's joining a militia. It's not it's not just fun. Let's go let's go drink with the uh, the, the other sad dudes and make fun of. Uh, our wives and fat women in the shoe store. It's 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 much darker. It involves rifles. It involves plans. Yes, it does. So last week when we oh uh, we are recording. Oh, I will one thing because I, I got kind of sidetracked. I think basically, I think it's two things. I think it's a that he used to get respect and doesn't now, and b that kind of fucking rage. Like if that'll make you pull over. You've you fucked up every serious relationship you've had. Oh, absolutely. And then and then so the, those little blow ups have compounded into big, like life changing problems that you've caused your fucking self. But then now little things, not only do they still piss you off, they start reminding you of big things. I think that lady reminded him of either uh, the the wife that divorced him a long time ago, the daughter that won't talk to him now. I, that that definitely triggered something in him that reminds him of a bigger problem, which he also caused. <laughs> you know, let's face it: if you're if you're pulling over and yelling at nineteen year olds for flipping you off, you cause a lot of your, your own fucking problems with your with your rage. And so I think that was just it sort of reminded him of another problem a bigger problem in his life that he caused uh, that makes I think nothing that's sense. what happens with a lot of these people that makes nothing but sense because think about when you're driving even if you're only going 25 miles an hour for him say he was just doing 25 say he was in a school zone he's going really slow she flips him off he has to consciously decide to pull over but then not just that you have to back up because you're already a good 10, 20 yards away from the person. So you have to pull over and then decide, yeah, I need to back up and confront that person. Not not even just pull over and go, ah, fuck it, and pull back right. up and leave. This man has spent his entire life going out of his own way to make situations worse. Yes. Absolutely. So what I was going to say is it's Saturday the 14th. We are recording at uh, 925 Central, 1025 Eastern. Um, was that last week we recorded on Saturday morning just as they called the election when we were um when we were we were recording that's a sentence to say we were yeah, it's, recording. It, and it's the day after friday the 13th yeah in friday the 13th in, in in 2020 jason not nearly as scary why he's wearing a mask he's doing the right thing <laughs> i didn't even think of that um so right when uh we signed off last week the whole four seasons total landscaping nonsense started 
And I got to tell you, these past two Saturdays have been so much fun on Twitter. Last Saturday, it was the Four Seasons Total Landscaping uh, press conference. And did you follow, did you jump on Twitter at all today? I, not really, but I did read an article about that company, the uh, the Four Seasons Landscape. Apparently, they're leaning into it hard. Oh, they're very, they're, they're, selling... they're, they're putting out uh, lawn and order shirts and bumper stickers. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're... Make America great again. Yes, yeah. they're going nuts with it. Um, well, we'll get into what happened on Twitter today, which was fantastic. But last week, with the, what I think I have not seen any of i've seen so many people making fun of trump for the for, for the press conference making fun of giuliani uh making fun of the fact that there was a dildo shop next door what no one is talking about and i wish they would is the unsung hero who answered the phone at four seasons total landscaping and when they were asked hey can we do a press conference there said yes you have to think about that. Not only did the person at the Trump campaign have to make the mistake of calling the landscaping place instead of the Four Seasons Hotel, but the person at the landscaping place actively had to say, you want to do a press conference here? Okay, because think about it. 99.9% .9 of the time, people are nice, and if you call them and say, hey, I want to do this, and that's not what you're about, they're going to say, oh, oh I think you want the Four Seasons downtown. So this guy is yeah. a hero. Someone actively said, sure, you can come to a press conference here. And by the time it was figured out what happened, it was too late. And like you said, now they are just, they, they're, they've got t-shirts, they've got stickers. Awesome. It's great. But think about that hero. The guy that took the phone call and said, sure, you can have a press conference here. He's a hero. And I don't even think he realized what he was doing at the time. No. I think he thought one of two things. I think it was just one of those things where he was like, I, this is bullshit. You, I don't think he thought it was real. I, I think it was just one of those things where yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if you're working the, the desk at a, at a lawn care company, it, it's probably not that exciting. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it's not honorable work. I'm not saying it, it doesn't pay well. It probably pays fucking way better than what, what the hell we're doing. Yeah. But I'm just in terms of excitement, in terms of, you know, what's your day to day? If you're, if you're, if your kid brings you, you bring your daddy to work day and you're like, oh, what do I do? No, 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 no. I don't I don't mow the lawns or, or trim the hedges. I uh, I set up the appointments for other people. <laughs> like it's going to seem like that scene in City Slickers with Billy Crystal where he's just where he's just in the there classroom. Talk, yeah, he's yeah. in the classroom. Are you a he's DJ talking about well, selling ads on on? The, are you a DJ? Yeah. No, I, he's fucking I, sell radio. I buy, I sell, I buy and sell air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That's it's going to read like that, and so I think it's one of those things where you're both a so bored that it's like what well, shit anything would spice it up, but b I don't think you'd think it was real. I think it would be you'd be either be like yeah, this is yeah, this is just Ted fucking with me again. He's bored, you know. He's out there mowing lawns all day. He's got a fucking cell phone. I could see and he's that. Just but having why? fun on a lunch break, right? And just more of a curiosity. I wonder if anything will come of this. Fuck it, my day is boring enough. Who knows what the hell this is? This is probably Sasha Baron Cohen pretending to be Giuliani, in which case, great. Or just some, I don't know, some YouTube star doing a prank. Any scenario, I, I want to see what happens. And I if probably nothing, probably something, most likely not actually Giuliani. You know, I didn't care. think of it that way. I thought that the thing would be, like I said, I, I where they would call and say, hey, we want to do a press conference, and the person would go, why? 
or I think you want the Four Seasons downtown. Or, as I said, my thing, which is where they go, oh, sure, come on, as a joke. But your angle yeah. is is good as well, where it's like, because we are in a stage where there are so many hidden camera shows and so many things. They could have actively thought it was a joke and said, all right, sure, you can come to a press conference here. I don't care. And, and comp- yeah. yeah, either way. I, see, I like to think of them as a hero. I hope that they're a hero. Yeah. And, and actively said yes and then giggled about it. It's so funny, too, man. It, it just shows you the lack of fucking competency that has, has gone on. Okay, so the people that were so dumb that, that did the, uh, hey, uh, uh, Four Seasons, right? That's probably a hotel. I don't need to fucking double-check this right. at all. I don't, I don't need to cross the T's and dot the I's and make sure this is... Though, it, the same hiring with them went into hiring the people that, I don't know, are in charge of pandemics, you know? <laughs> well, I, that's the thing is, I read an interview, and it's a really good interview. Uh, the, the dildo store that this is next to the landscaping place is a family-owned business that's been there for, I, I, like, 40, 50 years or something like that. And uh, My granddaddy carved the first dildo in this county out of an oak branch. <laughs> well, he even said... it down by hand. He even said it in the interview... Sold a dime and a nickel. He said in the interview, it's a very good interview. He's very funny and well-spoken and just said, yeah, we, we sell, you know, dildos. We have our regular clientele. And, uh, but he said at some point, he goes, you know, <laughs> but we've never seen a dildo as big as Julian. Exactly. <laughs> he said, if the, he said, think about it. If this is how the people that are in charge do this and they're running our country, you gotta be kidding. He just laughed. He's like, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of like, um, you know how we've mentioned many times on the show that it's annoying when people compare Trump or anybody in modern politics to Hitler. This whole, mm-hmm. oh my God, Trump, he's as bad as Hitler. Oh, you mean he, um, he, he murdered millions and millions of people intentionally and, and, um, invaded like half a dozen countries? No, 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 he did an immigration bill I don't like. It's like, well, there's some differences. You, you, yeah, you know, invading minor differences. Tens of <laughs> you know, things like that. But, it, so it's annoying. But one comparison I will make is I, I was listening to an episode of uh, an old, old episode of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History Podcast. I like that podcast. That? Dude, it's great. There's an early one, and it's, it's, his early ones are short, too. I mean, this was maybe half hour, hour long, something like that. Hmm. He's sort of comparing Germany, Germany's army, ugh, Germany's army, Germany's army. Why can't I fucking say that? That's weird. Oh, what what, what did I say earlier? We were recording. That's, that's a tough phrase, too. We were recording. Yeah, yeah that's a but Germany's weird army is is yeah, that's a stumbling. Yeah, he was comparing Germany's army in World War One to Germany's army in World War Two, and like, hey, which one? <laughs> which would was, win if they fought each other? As an, <laughs> not against each other, but because you know, obviously, different technology yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But compared to the other powers at the time, with the technology in World War One versus the technology in World War Two. Which is more effective. And, and one of the biggest things that he said was made the German army least effective was sort of the Nazi ideology itself. Because, A, not, not only are you pushing out lots of talent that, you, you, you know, you've deemed fit for the to fucking die. You, you know, they're obviously not going to help you, you know. But and even even and then there's also the obvious one of um since he, he was he, he was all wrapped up in conspiracy, like, oh, the, the Jews are running all these countries, so I must attack them all at once. When, like, no, it's actually a bunch of different city-states that really don't want to get in another little shinding after fucking World War One. They would be very slow to react if you just took them off one at a time. Um, but one that he that I never really thought about that much, but he, he, he pointed out is 
the since the Nazis were a, a party, it was really a fringe party that took over the whole country, yeah. right? So, where, so everybody that they had in charge of the different areas of the, the military, the different areas of government before in World War One, like yeah, it was it was you had to be loyal to the Kaiser and all that. But it was it was it was a much more merit based thing. Like of course they're gonna be loyal to Germany, it's kind of just a Germany thing. Whereas this it's like, oh no, 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 you gotta be loyal to this one party. You gotta be loyal to this fringe little group that took over. That's way more important than competence. They actually had a fucking heroin addict running their air force. Like there's there's documents of, of people that work directly underneath these guys. Like like German like Nazi higher ups right. like you, you know generals and stuff in the in the Air Force or whatever the admirals whatever like who were kind of writing in their own journals or and letters back and forth freaked the fuck out because they were like dude this guy is in charge of us and winning the war and he was nodding off on heroin in briefings where we're <laughs> learning what the fuck's going on and is why because he's he's like. Hitler knew that guy wouldn't turn on, you know, and and so I that is the comparison I will make to Trump in this situation. That is is where he that's why he's gone through so many people in his cabinet and stuff like that. It's because at some point they they they've shown that they're disloyal to him because he's his own party, right? You know, he's he's an offshoot. He's not a Republican who beat the Democrats. He is a a, a crazy orange fringe man who beat the Republicans stole their party, and then beat the Democrats. And so you have to be loyal to Trump Republicanism first and foremost. Then we'll talk about competency. So when and Giuliani so shows up to a, a lawn care place and sees a parking lot and goes, yeah, okay. That's why Giuliani's giving speeches next yeah. to dildo shots. No question. You know, that's, just that's, gets that's right up and fucking, does it. No one's telling people to wear masks for the first three months of a pandemic. And, you, you know, we're not getting tests at the beginning. And it's, it's, it's uh, like when we really fucking could have stopped the goddamn thing or really contained it to uh, a level that a lot of countries have. Um, that's, that's why. is because you have a guy who's sort of making cabinet members based on, hey, are you 100% loyal to me? Because a lot of people aren't. Yeah. And so uh, competency is going to take a back seat to that. And we, we're seeing that now. They, look at his fucking lawyers. His lawyers are dog shit. I heard one on Bill Maher the other day. Like, she, she looked and had the, the energy of a Texas fucking cheerleader or something. She, she sounded like she was trying to win a beauty pageant. In, in in Alabama or something. It was it was the weirdest goddamn thing. Was that? And it's like wait a minute. Was, like, was that last night's Bill Maher? Like, I haven't seen it yet. I, I yeah. listened to the podcast, so I'll have to catch up on that. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it was it, to a point you almost feel bad for Trump. I'm like, wait a minute. She's standing between you and oblivion. That's no good. <laughs> You're <laughs> fucked, buddy. Well, that's why all I, I, that's why all these cases keep getting kicked out. Is I've I haven't been following yeah. closely, but every time I do read an article, I read one transcript um, where the lawyer showed up and said, "Throw out all these votes," and the judge said, "Okay, why?" And the lawyer said, uh, "Because Trump is losing." He's like, "That's not how this works. What do you got?" And they're like, "Well." If you don't throw the votes out, Trump's going to lose. Like the the judge keeps coming back with, "Where's your evidence? Show me facts." And right. the lawyers keep saying, "Yeah, but Trump wants us to do this, and that's why all these cases get thrown out." Now, all that said, when it comes to loyalty, um, I, I I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll say it again now. There are parts of me that really do admire Trump, like the the naked ambition he has, and the duplicity and his willingness to, to, if not outright lie and stand behind the lie, 
to mislead because what's been going on oh, in the yeah, past? As a con man, he's great. He's truly he's the, the greatest con man of our lifetime. Well, he's, I, my favorite thing, the reason I say all this. He's got to kind of stand in awe of it. Yeah, the, the reason I say all this is what he's been doing over the course since the election, since since election day, or since they announced, since for one week ago when they said Biden, is he is mounting uh, the, the cases I just talked about, a legal, quote, defense of his presidency, and so he is sending out massive emails to his followers, to Republicans saying, donate to me, pay for my legal defense, keep me in office. And reporters have gone through this and discovered, and it's, it's, there's fine print at the bottom, and I might get the number wrong, but I think it's 8,000 they discovered. Anything you donate that is below $8,000 actually goes to a brand new super PAC created by Trump that allows him to do whatever the fuck he wants with the money. And they're already discovering that he's taking the money and funneling it to places like paying the rent at Trump Tower or using it's a slush fund and any amount oh, yeah. over 8000 Trump loves money above all things. But you know what he loves more than most money? Poor people's money. Other people's oh, money. Oh, he loves your poor little donations. <laughs> he rolls them up. He 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 tears them up on top of his uh, uh, on top of his chicken wings from KFC. He eats your money. He loves it. Yeah. it's like edible gold, but it's it's better for him. Right, but so it's, what I was saying is, it's only the amount. Of, so if you donate nine thousand dollars, eight thousand will go to his slush fund that he does whatever the fuck he wants to with, and then that thousand on top that goes to the the actual legal defense fund or whatever but it's it's genius and then all he does is scream the president's being taken from me a presidency has been taken the vote for and and dumb people send him money and he just sits back and collects it this a guy who said four years ago i'm rich i will fund my own campaign and the first thing he started doing was asking dumb poor people, people to fund his concession exactly it's, it's, crazy. it's fantastic and i i love him for it and it, that's so let's lead into what today i said on twitter today was almost as fun as last week i followed that four seasons landscaping all day last week it, it was so funny it had me in tears so today uh down in dc was the million MAGA march um Fat, stupid white people were going to go Trump, uh, go support Trump, just like the Million Man March, like the women protest on, on Inauguration Day. So uh, Kaylee McElhaney, McElhaney, uh, I can't say her name, uh, the, the press secretary, she tweeted out today a picture saying, look at this, millions of marchers, one million strong, you know, MAGA forever, support, blah. And then Trump apparently tweeted out hundreds of thousands of supporters and then the U.S. Park Service tweeted out, yeah, about 11,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the people were, it was almost exactly like the Trump inauguration where you had a picture of the protest and she's saying millions and people are looking at it going, yeah, no, I, I, I can't count to a million, but I can count that and say that's not a million. But yeah, the, the Park Service says, well, you were only off by, you know, 990,000, 989,000. But what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how the, how those people don't kind of look around and be like, there ain't a million of us. Wait a minute. It turns out he, he likes to exaggerate numbers. Maybe he's a little off on how just how much voter fraud was going on. Or maybe it went it the other way. A lot, dude. He, he, as of now, they got... They got Biden winning in Pennsylvania by like 40,000 fucking votes. It's like, dude, you really think 
they were able to pack in 40,000 fake votes for Biden? I mean, what do you, at that point, it's like, dude, why wouldn't they have done this last time? Why wouldn't they have taken the Senate this time? Yeah. If they're going to fucking, you mean 40,000 of those votes are like, hey, vote for Trump, but we at the Democratic Party don't know how we feel about some of these Democratic senators. No, they would take the Senate too. It wouldn't even they would they wouldn't be waiting for a possible uh, Georgia runoff in in January. Like they would be fucking. They would have all of the goddamn seats right now. That's well, what and what's funny about the Georgia runoff is exactly if you're going to win the state by a few thousand, you're going to try and take the Senate exactly. And the funny thing about people screaming voter fraud or saying that they they rigged it somehow is. There are easy explanations for things. How did he how did Biden take the presidency and not the Senate? Because and this saddens me, I hate to say this because people are very, very, very stupid and they have done studies and they have shown that not a lot of people, but enough. There is a percentage of people who will go into the ballot booth, go, huh, vote for president. And that's it. They will leave the Senate blank. They will leave local ordinances blank. They will leave judges blank. They will put one little oval on who they are voting for for president and turn that ballot in. And maybe it's, you know, only a million people nationwide or 10,000 here. Or th- but it's enough. It's enough to cause a problem when an election is close or in a case like Georgia, where if enough people go in and just vote for president or sometimes people do vote president one party and senate the other but i'm just focusing on the the part where it's people will just vote for president and then nothing else on the ballot just vote for president then like i don't see how why that would fuck your ballot up like so i'm just saying that's what causes you know that's what causes him to win one state but not the senate i'm saying people that just vote i'm not saying they have but it's 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 oh right yeah i mean but that's the thing is i i kind of i kind of get that too like look if if you have not been following the issues that at all i I mean yeah if, if you if you truly do not know who you want to be your senator, I don't want you to vote for senator. You know? <laughs> That's true. Fuck you. I don't want you to vote for anything at that point. You want to know what's uh, the neat thing about This is the first time I ever took an absentee ballot, and I, I took yeah. it in and dropped it off and traced it online to make sure it counted. I, I didn't mail it in. I took it to the Dropbox right at the the county house, the one that's right there, so it only had to go 10 feet. The nice thing about filling an absentee ballot out is I got that thing, I filled out, you know, the president and the Senate, and then I sat in front of Google, and I Googled every single judge and every single, or it's like, I'm like, yeah, vote for three judges. Well, I don't know any of these judges, so I Googled them all, and, you know, I just, I made my decisions informed i didn't go into the booth yeah, informed. i've i've kind of done the quick google and hey let's let's yeah. sort of see what I, I come back with but I, hey if, if, if you don't want to do that and i get not voting for you know a lot of the smaller stuff you know but i, I at that point if, if you don't want to vote for senate if you have so little interest in that then you you shouldn't vote for senate you know because you're making the assumption that these people would all go democrat we don't know they could be getting their news from Infowars. we don't know what these fucking savages are up yeah. to we don't know who anyone Speaking of that, InfoWars has been a lot of fun to watch. Do, have, have I talked about that on here? You, you mentioned it in passing uh, last week. Oh, that's what happened, is last week uh, when they called the election while we were recording, I went to CNN and you went to InfoWars, and oh, I had this map up and you had an ad for supplements. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did have an ad for supplements. Yeah, it's sort of funny because he'll, 
you know, I'll watch him go into these impassioned speeches about how, you know, uh, this is a, a Chinese corporate takeover of American democracy. They've rigged this election. Uh, the Democratic Party, Party is work, working with the corporations and the Chinese, the New World Order. We need grassroots on the streets. We need to mobilize. We need to get out. We need boots on the ground. We'll be, And he'll be in this trying to drum up people to take to the streets with weapons. And then in the middle of yelling that we need to get out in the streets right now with weapons, he'll go, I'm the only one fighting for this, but I can't do it without a war chest. Uh, you guys need to check out the supplement store. You need to check out uh, what we got there. We got uh, just goofy names. Oh, this is back in stock. This is great for you. And it's just so crazy because normally when people are just hucksters, you can kind of, they have that plasticky sort of televangelisty, like, hey, you, you know how much I love Jesus, right? Yeah. And you know how much Jesus loves Rolex. The Falwell, the Robertson, the, the, yeah. Yeah, they sort of have that vibe. But he seems insanely, like, he. I think he believes most of his shit he's saying, even the nuttier stuff. Yeah, if you but, hooked him up to uh, a but, lie detector test, he, he'd pass because he's not... Yeah. yeah, but then he fucking goes into this, and it's just weird. And, and the thing is, if... If all the stuff he was saying was true, you know, I mean, all of it, all like the corporate takeovers of the Democratic Party in America and China being behind it and a lot of that being run by the New World Order, some of whom are actual vampires, some of whom communicate with aliens in the Pentagon by smoking DMT. I've heard him say that on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, so have okay? I, yeah. If all of that was true. If all of that was true and he was the only one trying to stop it, that man would be more important than... Um, than Winston Churchill and George Washington and Martin Luther King combined. You know what I mean? <laughs> if he was saving us from lizards and aliens, and he was the only one. If he was the only one. He would be more important than all of those people rolled into one. So it's sort of the equivalent of one of those people getting up there and being like, I'm, if Martin Luther King was like, I have I've a dream. To the top of the mountain. It's that and, you get enough protein in your diet. Yeah. <laughs> it's Not only is there freedom up there, there's ginseng. Uh, ginseng <laughs> helps keep your, your immune system high. You're going to need that. We're marching to Selma next week. I don't want you to get dehydrated. I want you to buy some electrolytes from my store. The I Have a Dream uh, brand. Look for it on the shelves. <laughs> you know, We're like going to go marching. Get some liquid going, IV. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just pitching it on the site. I'm talking mid-civil rights impassioned speech just started fucking hucking products. It's the craziest goddamn thing to watch. I can't bring myself to do it, though. If I could, like, you have this unique ability to separate the damage he's doing from the entertainment value he provides. When oh, I yeah. see him, I just, like, I get frustrated, like, people are believing this shit, and it just upsets me, you know? So I like the fact Much that Much like can... anyone watching a movie on Netflix that says, uh, produced by Harvey Weinstein. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or listening to any movie with Michael Jackson in the soundtrack. Oh, you forgot about what he did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I, that's fantastic. Speaking of movies, I took the kids to see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy today, because I don't know if you know that movie theaters in New York are still closed. Uh, movie theaters here, the only way they can stay open is by showing old movies, retro movies. Like before coronavirus, I took my kid to see, uh, before it really hit, uh, Indiana Jones 3. Today they had um, Guardians of the Galaxy and a Harry Potter, and we flipped a coin to see, where we looked to see which had fewer people in it. And I think Harry Pat Potter had like eight people, and Guardians of the Galaxy had two. So I said, okay, we're going to the theater that has two people in it. 
and you wear your masks. And I don't feel unsafe at all. It's it's you know it's they they block off yeah. half the seats, so there's only. But the whole point yeah, all is, all of them are going to close around here, man. They they're not even close to open it. Like we're locking back well, down. They're not None showing of the bars anything. here can it be sucks. open. But that's that's what yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Is my favorite part of going to the movies these days, and we've gone a couple times during coronavirus, is they still show previews. So you still sit in a dark yeah. theater and says coming soon and it's like really really is a new movie Dude, coming you soon intentionally show up like 10 15 minutes late that's the that's the move that's no the i just move. think it's funny that they're still pretending like there is going to be a new movie coming oh out. yeah they're 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 very optimistic they're they're optimistic i want the goddamn movie theaters to come back i you know what that's they, why i'm supporting them right now is i don't want them to go away that's that's why yeah. every so often i'll go see a movie like guardians of galaxy we have disney plus it is on disney plus all i have to do is turn on the tv and i can watch it I, I want to get out of the goddamn house, and I don't want the movie theaters to go away. So, yeah. I, listen, corona is a hoax. I've been playing around with it to get the orange guy out. That was why we were doing it. I walked around with the mask. I pretend I believed George Soros' numbers. <laughs> I did what I had to do to get him out. I did my part. I voted seven times in Philadelphia via mail. As a good, like a good New Yorker should. I did that. I did my part to get him out. I get. I should get to see the movies again. Exactly. He's gone, and like everyone said, or at least every Republican said, it'll go away after the election. Well, the election was last week, so COVID should be gone. All right, Jake, oh, yeah. anything you want to say in closing, my friend? Anything uh, you saw that was funny? Anything you listened to uh, that was funny? I will say that I think that we need to recount the ballots in every single swing state. I will agree with, I, I'll agree with the president and Giuliani. I think we should absolutely recount all of them because... I could watch this man lose an election every single goddamn weekend. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Oh, I love those. I want to see him flip out every single weekend about how this recount was wrong and blah, blah, blah. Watching those speeches is better than a season of Game of Thrones if Joe Exotic was in it. <laughs> oh, the, okay, last, last thing. Um, speaking of him giving speeches, did you notice the big deal uh, yesterday or the day before? His hair is gray now. He didn't I dye didn't his notice hair. it. No, I kind of scrubbed through the speech. He was just talking about what a good job he did with COVID. Oh, like, you yeah, should uh, Google Trump gray hair because he disappeared for one week after the election. He holed up, wow. he tweeted. But then when he showed up for his press conference, his hair was not orange or blonde or gray hair. It's like he, ate, he, he didn't uh, see his hairstylist for a week. It was, uh, you know, what, what's happened is he woke up and accepted that he lost in his mind. And he looked in the mirror, and all of the fucking orange went right out of his hair. It was like something out of a goddamn Stephen King novel. It's a miracle. All right, kids, that's what we got for you. Um, thanks for listening. Visit jakevevera.com. Visit nathantimmel.com. Even though we have no shows to promote, I'm still posting blogs or videos every so often. I started going through old, old videos. I found some, like, holy shit, that's what I look like. That's what I wore on stage. So I post those occasionally so you can mock me for what I used to look like. Um, Jake, you should post a picture of your haircut on your website. Give people something to yeah. look at. Yeah, I, I, I might do that. Might might post a uh, haircut picture. There you go. Sure. All right, kids, thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>